Welcome back, Benny family. Welcome to Foundation 101. Today's topic is one of my personal favorites, the righteousness of God. And we're going to be talking a little bit about our identity. So uh, before I talk about that, I want just want to share just for a moment why this is my personal favorite. You know, growing up, growing up without a father and um, without identity, affirmation, and someone to speak into my life, um, I often struggle with identity. And so I, I, would, I was experiencing what many of you may have experienced, some of those that are without fathers, you know, something called um, identity crisis. And so when you don't know who you are, you kind, of, um, allow your, you kind of allow your circumstances, your environment, your association, those type of things to determine who you are, how you think, your behavior, and those type of thing. But as I, as I got saved and born again, and I really began to dig into the Word, and when, as, as, I, as God began to adopt me as his son, I began to really learn um, about my identity. And so one of the, the reason why this is one of my personal favorites is because I, did a lot, I had made a lot of mistakes in the past. And so when it came to receiving I was the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, it took, it took quite some time. But I, but I found that because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And so as I continue to just meditate on his word, continue to meditate on his thoughts concerning me, I, I eventually came to a place where I believed it. I want to start off in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. And it reads, We are saved by grace through faith, not of works that any man shall boast. It's a, but it is a gift of God. And so one of the things we have to begin to understand is as new covenant believers, it is important for us to understand that our salvation, that uh, our salvation has nothing to do with us, um, but everything to do with Jesus. So it's not necessarily based off what we could possibly do. It says we're saved by grace. Not a, by, it says we're saved by grace, by faith. Okay. Um, not of work, so no one can boast. In other words, I can't boast and say, well, I'm doing A, B, and C, so I'm saved. No, the only thing we're required to do is believe on Jesus. And he says, as we believe on Jesus, our, our belief on Jesus justifies us by faith. And so it's not necessarily what we do, it's what we believe. And so our belief, our belief system is the first priority as it pertains to um, newborn believers. Oftentimes we focus on behavior, but the behavior is, is the last thing that God wants to deal with because our behavior is determined upon what we believe and how we see ourselves. In the kingdom, it's belief first because our belief determines um, our actual being, like the core of who we are, the core of how, why we think the way we think, you know, how do we see ourselves? You know, as the scripture says, as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. And so our faith or what we believe will be determined the core of our being. And our being will determine who, who we are becoming, who we're becoming. And, and who we're becoming will determine our behavior. And so our behavior will automatically change as we continue to believe. So I want to read another scripture. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And it reads, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. 
So watch this. So the person I was in the past doesn't matter. The person you were in the past, it doesn't matter. According to this scripture, everything about who you was has passed away. And God has made you totally new. He's made you a total new creation, a total new person. And so this, and so what has to happen now? Well, what has to happen, we have to find out who that is. And that happens through the renewing of our mind. This is why he says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Or the other scripture, Romans says, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. That we may prove what is the acceptable and perfect will of God. So righteousness is one of those gifts that we receive through salvation. It is a part of our new identity and our makeup. So therefore, righteousness is not, not what we do. It's who we are. Well, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we could become the righteousness of God in him. So in other words, God made Jesus who was sinless. He made him to be sin on our behalf who were sinners so that we could be made righteous. In other words, it was an exchange that happened. It wasn't something that we had to work for. It wasn't something that we had to prove. It was only something that we have to believe. And so as we begin to meditate these scriptures and find out what God has said and, pro and provided for us in this new covenant, it helps us. It brings us to a place where we can awaken into his reality. We can awaken into the thing, to, um, to what he's actually provided for us. And it allows us to live the way he designed us to live. There's so many things that he has provided for us um, by way of going to the cross. One thing, one of the things he's done, you know, the old man, he's exchanged the old man or the old mind. He's exchanged the old mind for the new mind. You know, um, God, um, our new, our sin nature that came by way of Adam was transferred to a God nature. The scripture says that. You know, when we were born again, the Holy Spirit, we were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And so that Holy Spirit is our, is our inheritance. It's, it's the thing that we could say, you know, we're, we, we belong to God, no longer to the devil. And God has secured us by way of the Holy Spirit. So our sinful nature has died with Christ. The Bible says we, we have died with Christ and been resurrected to a new life. And so now God has declared us holy. So we're no longer sin we are no longer sinners saved by grace. We were sinners, but now we're righteous. And so we can't necessarily be both. We were sinners and we were saved by, by grace. But now that we are saved and born again, God has declared us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now there is a difference between being the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and self-righteousness. So just for a moment, I want to speak to that. Righteousness according to our own standards, according to our behavior, according to um, what we perceive as good and evil, that's, that's righteousness according to oneself. And the scripture says that's self-righteousness. And our righteousness are as filthy rags. And so righteousness according to God is our identity. So it's not based off behavior. It's not based off 
what what we're doing right and wrong. Now when we now when when we um when we embrace our identity as sons and that and that we are the righteous of God, our behavior will be will be well. But but the thing I want to focus on is we're not to necessarily focus on the law. The scripture said that the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And so because grace and truth came through Jesus Christ, we have to begin to understand that we have to stay in consistent dependency upon him. And we have to keep our focus on him, who is the author and the finish of our faith. Let's look at a few scriptures. Romans chapter 8, verse 3. And it reads, We were sinners, now we are righteous. We were spiritually dead and morally asleep. Now we are spiritually alive and morally awake because God sent his begotten son in the form of sinful flesh in order to condemn the flesh and reconcile us through his blood. Let's read one more. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 21 through 22, the New King James Version. For since by one man came death, by one man came also the resurrection of the dead, for as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. And so we see, like, this thing is really a gift. It's really good news. And now we understand why the gospel is considered good news. Because we didn't do anything, we didn't do anything to be righteous. All we did was believe. All we did was awaken and allow God to transform our hearts and give us a new spirit. But Jesus Christ did everything for us. And so, so no longer do we have to focus on doing it this way or doing it that way. But as we continue to focus on him and, and we, as the scripture says, labor to believe, labor to rest. As we begin to do that, then he, be, then he begins to do the work on the inside of us. Romans chapter 5 verse 17 reads, For if by the trespasses of one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive an abundance of grace of the gift of righteousness? Reign in life through one man, Jesus Christ. So grace is a gift. Righteousness is a gift. And if you know anything about gifts, gifts is not something that you earn or deserve. Gifts is something that's given to you freely. So grace is a gift that we receive. Salvation is a gift that we have received. Righteousness is a gift that we have received by faith. So it's so much good news. So I'm excited to talk to you about this, my brothers and sisters, because this is something that has really helped me to, to get over my past and to really help me to jump into what God would have me to do as, as it pertains to my, my prophetic purpose and destiny. And so I know that me sharing this and even you getting in these scriptures for yourself is really gonna, really gonna help you to move forward and really embrace, help you embrace who God has called you and made you to be as a son, as a daughter, and remember that God really, really loves you. And there's nothing that you could possibly do to change that. God has declared that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And is dependent upon you. There's nothing you could do to talk yourself out of it. Now, if we, now we can choose not to believe it. And if we choose not to believe it, then, our, then the way we live our life is going to determine that. But as we just simply just embrace this reality and embrace God's truth for us, it will literally transform us. So the Father has used Jesus to restore what Adam and Eve lost in the garden. 
not only the intimate relationship part, but also their God-given identity. In Luke chapter 17, verse 20 through 21, Jesus was having a conversation with the Pharisees. And the disciples were around. And they, and they began to ask him a question. Where is this kingdom that you were talking about? And Jesus begins to respond. He says, and when he was demanded by the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God comes not with observation. Neither shall they say, lo here or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And so what God is saying to you today, that, I, that when, you, when you said yes to me, when you got filled with the Holy Spirit of promise, when you were sealed with the Holy Spirit, then the whole entire kingdom, everything that you need for, for the rest of your life has, has, has been placed on the inside of you. And so he says, it, the kingdom of God in this expression, in this full man manifestation is on the inside of you. Now, how, now, learning how to release that is what I'm going to begin to teach you. Awakening to that is, is, what I, is what I want to do on the inside of you. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 34 says, Awaken to righteousness and sin not. Now, this, this statement is very important because it's a lot different than saying stop sinning and be righteous. One, deal, one deals with the behavior. One deals with the law. If I stop doing this, then it's going to make me this way. But the other one deals with identity. Once you awaken to who you are, who you, your, your new identity and what he's called you to be and, the, and what he said about you, your behavior is going to change because you, want, you don't see yourself the same. That means your desires will change. The things that you do, the way you think, everything changes by virtue of awakening to righteousness. I want you to make that declaration with me. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am. As we awaken to our new identity in Christ, our internal image will align to God's reality for us. And so I want you, everyone under the sound of my voice, if you're watching this, I want you to begin to just make this declaration with me. And, I, and not just right now, but even after. As you begin to go into your study and as you begin to meditate on the word, you begin to make this confession over your life. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. So your spirit needs to, to, to experience this and hear it in order to receive it and to believe it. So sow this word into your heart and allow it to be watered by repetition. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because God has declared you righteous. And since he declared it, it is so. God bless you all. I love you all very much. Talk to you soon.